0: Mixed in the Dark. Hey, what's up? It's My Yang from Mix in the Dark. Before we begin, I want to give a quick shout out to Magic Mind for sponsoring this episode. Magic Mind is the world's first productivity drink and you can check them out at magicmind.co. I want to take just a few minutes to thank listeners who sent love my way. I feel I am coping with my mom's passing in very positive ways. Actually, on the day that my mom was going to pass, I had a dream about her. I dreamt that I was cleaning her stuff at the house, and I was boxing them, bringing them out to the car, and when I saw her, she was healthy. She had her healthy black hair again, and she was smiling. So I asked her why she was there and not at the hospital, and I told her that I needed to take her to the hospital. She smiled, and she told me that that she didn't need to go to the hospital anymore and that she was going to go with my grandma. She gave me the warmest hug ever and then I woke up. On that day, I did not want to admit it but I think I kind of knew that my mom was going to go. I'd like to think that my mom came and told me that she was leaving, and I'm glad I was able to have that closure with her, even though it happened in a dream. So again, thank you for thinking of me. It's so good to know that the world can be kind. Let me talk about how creepy this episode is, though. My husband does not believe me, but there are several episodes that I like to call the cursed episodes. They are not cursed in any way. It's just a funny name that I give them, and I give them the this name because when I record I can actually sense something listening with me. Sometimes I can even see figures at the very corners of my eyes hovering and as soon as I'm done recording though and hit the save button they go away. I'm thinking I'm going to need a cleansing after recording this episode because this episode is one of those cursed episodes it could just be me as you know i get scared easily so do something for me while you are listening let me know if you sense anything around you please enjoy this story belongs to my co-worker this happened to be his wife's side of the family to protect this person's identity all the names mentioned in this story have been changed i will be telling the story from her perspective and will try my best to capture the same vibe as my co-worker did this is one of the creepiest stories I've ever been told in person. My name is Golkia. This story takes us back to 2014 when I was still a senior in high school. I loved football. I played in the girls' flag football team. My girls' team and I always stayed super late at the rec center where we practiced. Usually I would have at least one or two friends at practice to walk home with me. But most nights, I would rather just walk alone. It's about a 10-20 to minute walk from the rec center to home. It was early fall on a Thursday. I remember arguing with my ex-boyfriend. We ended up having a super heated argument since his ex-girlfriend wanted to see him for a chat and he would rather go see her than come to my football practice. I was heartbroken and annoyed. I mean, we dated for five months. I thought I understood him, but I would not have guessed he was such a simp for her. So that same day, I decided to take a break from him. I made my way to practice and was distracted. Coach even scolded me, which fueled my frustration. After practice ended, the girls and I chatted after a while. It was almost 7 p.m., so Coach asked for everyone to leave before the rec center staff asked everyone to leave the premises. We all started to leave. Cindy and Diana, who usually walks home with me, had their boyfriends take them home that night. The boyfriends are also close friends to my ex. They offered to drop me off but I did not want to be a fifth wheel, let alone let those guys remind me of my ex and it made me uncomfortable. I declined and decided to walk home alone. There was this forested area that I had to walk through on my way home. When I reached this part of the block, I usually sprint walked as fast as I could to pass this eerie forest. I usually look at my phone every time I pass this area to distract my nervousness. Tonight, I happened to not look at my phone since my ex was constantly calling me. I was enraged. My phone rang again and again. I finally picked up my phone and said, what? To my surprise, there was no answer. I looked at the caller ID and it read, unknown. Angrily, I hung up and stormed off home as fast as I could. When I finally got home, my ex-boyfriend called again. This time, it was on my family home phone. My older brother told me that my ex had called and asked for me and that I should probably call him back. I made my way to my room and just cried myself to sleep. Suddenly, I found myself waking up in the middle of the night when I sensed something walk across my doorway. I could not see well since I was not wearing my contact lens. I thought it was probably a family member i shared rooms with the older sister and thought that it was her however i also thought it to be strange that it could be her because she worked the morning shifts and would have turned on the light at least to navigate around the house i decided to ignore that person and fell back asleep not too long after i all of a sudden felt a pair of cold wet hands creeping up on my legs i had shorts on i felt the hands making its way to my thighs I can tell I had sharp fingernails by the feeling that it made on my skin. The worst part is, I could not move my body. I was completely paralyzed. I then remembered myself being half awake and half asleep. My eyes could make up a dark silhouette, but what stood out was the rainbow-colored sash it was wearing. This entity then pressed its long arms, applying pressure on my chest, and crushed the breath out of me. I could feel my eyes starting to tear up due to the frightening experience. The next thing I knew, I was shot awake. My phone alarm for school triggered, allowing me to wake up. I was terrified but had to make myself go to school. I was the youngest and was often home alone in the morning since everyone else in the household went to work during the daytime. I did not know how to react to the situation or what to think. I then realized that this was my very first sleep paralysis episode. Days have passed since that scary paralysis incident. I kept having a feeling that someone was watching me all the time. During one of my girls football practice, I met with Diana and she asked me if my boyfriend and I made up. I was confused on why she asked me this so I answered, what makes you think that? Diana said, well, didn't you come to practice with your boyfriend? I was confused and did not know what the heck she was talking about. Diana told me that when I was walking toward her, she could have sworn she saw my boyfriend walking behind me. We were only a couple of feet apart. Was that not him? Diana tried again. I told Diana that I had no idea what she was talking about and that she had better stop playing with me. Diana then said, I saw him. Maybe he was just too embarrassed and walked off since you blasted to us about him meeting his ex-girlfriend. By now, I was worried and told Diana that I have not made up with my ex and that maybe she was just seeing someone else. We both shrugged it off, realizing that we weren't going to agree with each other anytime soon and went off to practice. During our break, I usually used the rec center's restroom and I could hear the team talking and joking around. Suddenly, everything went quiet. I completed my business and exited the stalls. Upon looking at the mirror in front of me, I saw someone or something dark standing behind me. I looked back and forth, facing the mirror and the toilet, confused but terrified. I ran out of the restroom and startled everyone who was out there in the lobby. Diana and Cindy both looked at me and asked if I was okay. I told them that it was nothing and that I was just on my monthly thing. Then I told Coach that I was leaving early. He replied saying that if I was not feeling well, then to have Diana and Cindy walk me home. All three of us ended up leaving and we all ended up walking home. I caught myself always watching my back while walking home. When we got to the block that passed the forest, we heard the sound of an aluminum can tossed at our backs and hitting the sidewalk. But when we looked... There was nothing. We thought maybe it was just the wind. We finally got to my house, and I parted ways with them. I was bothered by the weird events happening to me. I finally got the courage to tell my mom about it. She just told me not to worry about it and that she would ask my grandpa to see what is going on. Grandpa is a shaman. I initially did my best to shrug it off and went on my ways without worrying, but still, I would be jumpy all the time. That night, I dreamt of walking home alone from practice. Everywhere was dark beside a lit-up street lamp. I made my way to the lamppost and heard someone calling my name. Louder and louder, the voice grew. Suddenly, someone grabbed my shoulder and spun me around, following with a demonic roar screaming in my face. I jumped awake from my dream and caught myself gasping for air. Another day of the school alarm saving me. I was just so depressed and scared. It was another normal day, I went back to practice again, and at night, it was time to go home again. Diana did not come to practice that day, so it was just Cindy and I who walked home together that night. Unfortunately, Cindy's house is right before mine. After we parted ways, I had to walk past the forest area by myself. I glared at the sidewalk next to the forest. My mind would not allow me to pass that forest. I do not get scared easily, but these past occurrences have frightened me so much that I just freeze in place when I sense that something is about to happen. What was probably just a couple of seconds of me standing there felt like an eternity. Soon I lost track of time and could feel my eyes unfocusing and I just cried. I built up the courage to walk past that area. I felt eyes all over me. I felt a presence behind me stalking me. My anxiety was overwhelming and the suspense of not checking my back was killing me. I had to look at what was behind me. I ran past the forest and stood under a nearby lamppost and stared back at the forest. Deja vu hits me hard. I did not see anyone or anything odd. I just broke down. I was so scared. As if I could not get any more scared, I can faintly hear a man calling my name. I don't know if my mind was playing tricks on me. I covered my ears and ran home. I kept hearing a man call my name. Although my eyes were blurry from my tears, as soon as I saw my house and my older brother working on his Honda Civic in the driveway, I screamed, Tudor, help me. He looked at me and dropped everything as he could sense the terror in my voice. Tudor was not a person who would get startled even if you point a gun at him. For a guy who was an ex-felon, he had a big heart. Tudor hugged me and brought me to the garage. He asked me what happened and I could not answer him, I just cried. According to Tudor, I turned pale white, my eye socket was swollen. He got mom to comfort me, meanwhile he ran back outside with a baseball bat to see if anyone might have hurt me or if some pervert followed me home hey listeners this is my yang and if you're like me i am not at all a morning person and i don't know about you but i have like three alarms yelling at me each morning and i just keep snoozing them so i've been taking this little shot of magic called magic mind and like i mentioned before most people take this in the morning for that extra boost but i actually like it during the evening time i feel it helps me sleep a little deeper so that i can wake up with more energy and a more relaxed state of mind And with magic mind i was able to wake up within the first alarm without feeling like i had to drag my whole body to go to work. This drink has helped me to keep my energy level steady throughout the day. I'm actually not your stereotypical teacher that drinks coffee every morning. I actually don't even like coffee that much. So this was a really nice alternative for me. It's not heavy on caffeine, but it literally does the same job for me, which is really nice. One ingredient that I enjoy in general is matcha. And I especially love matcha in my tea. Magic Mind has matcha in its drink. Matcha contains way less caffeine than coffee, and it's basically nature's extended release version of caffeine. I would really encourage you to try it out, especially if you're like me, where waking up in the morning is just not your cup of tea. I have a 20% off code to share with you guys. It's MIX20, that's myx X two zero. and to use it, you just go to magicmind.co slash myx and enter the code MIX20 at checkout. The best part is that they have a money back guarantee. I'm also going to include the link in the description of this episode, so make sure you check it out. All right, back to the story hours after mom got grandpa to come to our house to look at me after all that commotion grandpa told me to blow into some incense sticks he observed it and then asked if i answered anyone's call or replied to anyone that was not visible i told grandpa and the family all the things that happened to me that night but i do not recall doing any of that mom asked grandpa the girl always walks home late into the night from playing sports can you be more specific Grandpa said, no, it has nothing to do with the time of the night. What I can see here is that Gokia answered someone's call and agreed to exchange words. She even visited a home. I finally remembered that one day that I was passing through the forest and I picked up an unknown caller ID and actually talked to it because I thought it was my ex-boyfriend. Grandpa started to chant in his shaman language as he tied a three-colored string on me. Grandpa said to not worry and to please get ready for this weekend's shaman ritual. To ensure my safety, he also asked my parents to go to that forest and to call back my spirit. The weekend came and all the relatives showed up. The frightening part during the shaman session was when my grandpa started to aggressively scold whoever he contacted on the other side. Suddenly, all my relatives who were involved with the shaman ritual also started to get angry along with my grandpa. After the ritual, grandpa's energy was depleted. Grandpa informed my parents that whoever I answered to is not human, at least not anymore. The arguments between my ex-boyfriend and I triggered a male demon to follow me home that night. Grandpa then said to be sure I was safe that I needed to change my name and to avoid going to that forest at all costs. Mom folks believe that when you change your name it confuses the demon to think that you are someone else and therefore will not know if you're the correct person to follow. Grandpa broke down the issue to my parents saying that this demon was a young man who died in that area. He too had a fight with his lover and the fight caused him to drink and drive and crash into a lamppost that soon took his life. Tudor heard them talking and exclaimed, Did you not see those flowers and memorial items on the lamppost? I could not recall and was emotionally unstable coming home. Grandpa told Tudor to stop hassling me as he prepared to change my name. That night, I slept soundly. My older sister called off work just to hang out with me throughout the day and even took me to school and football practice for a while. Months went by and nothing seemed odd. My ex-boyfriend and I finally decided to part ways as well. I guess he still wanted to be with his ex-girlfriend after all. That made me fall into depression. I piled all of the photos on our wall and cheesy gifts that he got me into the corner of my room. I wanted it all to just go away. My older sister asked me if I could donate some of the teddy bears instead of throwing them away. I just shrugged and helped her load the toys into her car. I looked at the biggest bear he got me at the local fair and cried, shutting the door after it. By this time it was fall break, I took a shower after raking the leaves in our front yard. I must have subconsciously decided to remove my three colored string that grandpa tied on my hand for protection. As I made my way out of the shower, the mirror was coated in a heavy fog. A particular spot of the mirror was more distinct than the rest. I observed the foggy mirror and made out a face. A little confused, I then did my best to wipe the mirror clean with my bath towel without a word i made my way to the room and locked the door behind me that night i dreamt of seeing my ex i had a fight with him again i was constantly apologizing to him i slowly felt darkness overhead i then suddenly appeared in a funeral home alongside multiple walking dead corpses dressed in moan clothes celebrating and welcoming a new member of their family i could see myself getting married to a stranger As that stranger turned around to face me, I saw the most horrific face ever. His face was rotten, almost like a scary Halloween mask, and had clouded white pupils. I was so scared. My brain was half awake by now, but my body could not move. I felt it again, the long sharp nails of something creeping up my legs. Awake but was too scared to open my eyes, I did my best to grab hold of myself and fight this sleep paralysis. I could feel this entity pull off my blanket. I managed to jerk a little and kick something. It fell off the bed making a loud thump and rolled away from me. I ran to my parents' room and told my mom that I think I just kicked a ghost or demon or something off my bed. My mom scolded me and said, aren't you too old to be lying? I told her about my dream and the sleep paralysis. I told her that I even kicked something, heard a thump, and heard it fall off my bed, and even heard it roll away. My father got up quickly, grabbed a bag of red corn, and started throwing it around the house spitting and scolding. My mom looked at me and noticed that I was not wearing my three-colored string mom asked what happened to it i said i removed it earlier before taking a shower my mom scolded at me and comforted me i ended up sleeping with my parents for the rest of the night weeks have gone by now with nothing unusual it was around thanksgiving when my parents did a spirit calling for the family and relatives we invited grandpa to lead the spirit calling grandpa looked at me and gave me a copper twin headed snake bracelet grandpa said keep this on and it will protect you I remembered being soulful after eating the family meal later that night. I made my way to bed and laid on it. I heard someone come into my room like it was going to snuggle with me. I felt a heavy presence on my bed. I wanted to get up and check, but what gives? I'm just in another sleep paralysis again. This time, I heard a faint voice. It was a male voice. This is the last time I'm going to see you. I am leaving now, and I am not coming back. If you ever miss me, just come look for me. I'll be waiting for you. I felt the weighted presence get off my bed. I woke up looking around the room not seeing anyone. I made my way out of the room. I felt relieved and somewhat sad at the same time. However, I scared myself thinking about who was in the room with me just now and ran down. When I got to the kitchen, I noticed that lots of the relatives had left for home already. The ones still here were just the younger adults drinking and making a ruckus. I made my way into the dark kitchen to reheat some food. It was then that I saw a dark silhouette right next to the kitchen door. The figure moved so quickly I was not able to react. I stared into the darkness. I ran for the light switch by the wall as my cousin made his way into the kitchen as well. Both of us scared each other once we saw one another. He looked at me and said, what the heck are you doing in the dark? I just told him that I wanted to reheat food and he just popped up. He said, why do you look like you've just seen a ghost? I assumed he was probably drunk from the alcohol that they had been drinking. He started talking nonsense. I told him to sober up and that I will be making my way to my room. Once I turned my back to him, he said, I'll be waiting for you. I turned around to look at him. He was staring at me in his drunken state, his eyes pierced through my soul. Scared I found my parents in the living room and watched movies with them. After that day, I did not feel or notice anything scary or strange again. I think whatever grandpa gave me helped me out. I couldn't wrap my head around the time my cousin gave me that look and said those exact words I heard in the bedroom just a few minutes before. I just kept telling myself that he was just probably drunk and was talking nonsense. I remembered asking my cousin about this the next day and he claimed that he had no recollection of it. Months have passed. My mom told me that she dreamt of a man visiting her in her dream. He told her that he was leaving and that he will not bother me anymore. Mom said she scolded that person and said to never come back. I started slowly feeling better and nothing else has happened to me since. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I am your host, Mai Yang. Mix in the Dark is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast series. If you have a story that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com. If there's a story that you really enjoyed, feel free to hit up my tip jar on Venmo. Just search Mix in the Dark on the business tab.